Beverly. Welcome to the Dancing Bear Enlightenment Academy Holistic Transformation Podcast. Today, our wonderful guest is Daniel Aaron, who is the art of vibrant living. Daniel is an inspirational author, speaker, and CEO of the Art of Vibrant Living, an international entertainment, education, and empowerment company. He helps spiritual people raise their vibration and empowered actions in the realms of mindset, business, finances, health, emotions, and practices, so they can financially get their physical, early earthly lives to match up to their values, vision, and potential. Today, he will talk to us about spiritual warrior, worldly success. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you, Beverly. Thank you so much. It's really an, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Well, we're glad you're here. And you're, what you do is like so much stuff. <laughs> Finances, business, health, emotions. Wow, that's a lot. So tell us your, your story. How, what, how did you get into this? Why is this now your passion? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Well, um, I'll, I'll make the uh, backstory quick. I was born in Maine, so I am a full-blooded maniac. Um, and I grew up on the SAD diet, standing for standard American diet. So I got to be a fat kid, shy and depressed because it wasn't just the food. It was also the mindset, the beliefs. My family was lower middle class. There was a lot of pain and struggle and and at some point in my early childhood, I looked around and I was like, there's got to be more to life than this. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just did my best to survive childhood. I kind of put that thought away. And then in my mid-20s, I made it through childhood. In my mid-20s, even though I was opposed to religion, I was probably agnostic, maybe atheist. I didn't know anything about spirituality, never heard of it. Nonetheless, God reached down, grabbed me by the hair, lifted me up and said, look, there's more to the world than you've been seeing. And now I couldn't have even used the word God at that point, yet it was so powerful, so clear that I tasted this bliss, oneness, human potential that I didn't even know existed. And it was, it was just incredible. And it was also horrible because in an instant, I had tasted and experienced something really beatific at the same time. I didn't know how to live that. I didn't know how to communicate about it. I didn't understand what was going on. And in the same moment, my previous life and worldview was shattered. It was gone. So coming out of that experience, when my feet came back to the, down to the ground, I got depressed. I was like, I, I don't know what to do. And then when I came out of that depression, it was with this really clear thought, which was, I got to figure this out. How am I going to do it? You know, like I got to figure out how to be spirit in human form and coming out of that, I just got obsessed with personal and spiritual development. And for the next 10 years, that's all I did was go from center to ashram, to university, to training course, to this modality, that modality, you, you name a healing modality. And I probably got certified in it in those years. Um, so, and it was brilliant. It was an amazing time in my life. And as I started learning and growing really rapidly, it became very natural to share and help other people. Um, they asked for it. So I started coaching and teaching in that period. And 
Eventually, I moved to Bali in Indonesia, where I built a center, a yoga and wellness center, and I ran uh, transformational events. People came from around the world, um, and we did that for 13 years there. I raised my daughter there, um, and, and then about five years ago, you know, the divine switched things again, and it was time for me to move, and that's when we came to Hawaii, which is where we live now, and so it, since then, I've been doing all the work that I do, or most of the work that I do with uh, international clients around the world via this kind of technology. Nice. Yeah, I find it amazing that a lot of us have the same story. <laughs> we went through the same transformations. Um, yeah, I think a lot of us were sent here for a job and we're in the middle of doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what is worldly success? You talked about that. What does that mean exactly? Well, the way it can mean whatever anybody wants. Um, and I think part of why I use that language is because what I've seen working with a lot of spiritual people, which is a silly thing to say, because everybody's spiritual. If we're alive, we're breathing. Everybody's spiritual, though. There are certain certain ones amongst us that kind of consciously lean that way we might call spiritual or even woo-woo type people um, and and these people typically have and I count myself as one of them typically have really beautiful hearts and values and visions and this incredible potential yet often struggle with the earthly side of things um, so you know it's it's wonderful to have a big heart and a big vision Though if we're not able to succeed with worldly things like business, finance, responsibilities, having an impact in the world, then somehow there's a disconnect that undermines the potential of what could be there. So worldly success, it can be whatever anybody wants, but I just mean that um, what, I, what I really care about is helping people with these values and visions actually flourish, actually fulfill on that potential. And that it's okay to be successful in the world and still be spiritual. They are 100% compatible, despite some of the conditioning that some of us have had that might say otherwise. Absolutely. And so what is a spiritual warrior? Ah, yes, thank you. Well, this is, for me, relatively new language. I mean, it's been talked about in various ways for, for decades, of course. Um, and for me, though... Um, I'm in the process of developing a performance. It was a signature talk, but now it's really more of a performance acting and storytelling. And um, when I published this book a couple of years ago, The Art of Spiritual Leadership, part of what I did in my research for that was really look at who, who are the spiritual leaders that, that we have, the ones that we know about, you know, whether it's Nelson Mandela or Malala, or there, there are many that we all know about. And there are a bunch that we don't necessarily know about, um, and yet they have some things in common. And so, you know, I've been fascinated with the idea of warriorhood, which in the past meant, you know, big, strong warring, like, you know, guns, knives, swords, spears, like, and, and there's a part of us still humans that, that worship these kinds of warriors. However, we're at a point in our culture. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you or, or your audience, though. When I look around, sometimes I think, are we really so primitive 
that we are still killing each other. Like, you know, that we're still having, like, how ridiculous is that? So I really strongly feel like we're on this cusp where that sort of primitive behavior is evolving out of us. And so we're coming into a new way of behaving, which is what I call the new spiritual warrior, the new breed of spiritual warrior. And so instead of, you know, swords and spears, it's the ability to introspect, to look within. It's the ability to pay attention to spirit. It's the ability to move into situations which contain conflict and bring peace and bring love. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you said we're moving into, and sometimes I think we're moving back because I think in the past, I think of um, ancient Asia where people could use their own body to redirect energy. You know, if you, what's, I studied this and I can't remember the name. There's a martial arts where you use the other person's energy, um, Aikida. So instead of fighting it or attacking it, you just go with their energy and use it and flow with it. So to me, it's bringing the old way of doing things back so that we don't have to fight. We listen, we hear it, we we work with the energy, we let it flow. Um, I, I think conflicts start when one person attacks and the other one attacks back. Well, that negative energy is just going to create more negative energy. <laughs> Whereas if you attack and you just transmute the energy, there's no fight. It takes two to tango, like they say. Whereas, And if one guy doesn't fight, there is no fight. So, yeah, nicely said. I'm with you. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and um, you know, do I like guns? No, I don't own a gun. But am I glad there's a lot of people in this country that have guns? Yeah, it's the only reason we haven't been invaded. <laughs> so, you know, our founding fathers, when they put the Second Amendment in there, knew something was coming. But eventually, it would be nice if we didn't need guns. You know, why do we have to have guns? Why do you have to have protection? People should respect each other and respect each other's boundaries. And and I put a should in there. And whenever you talk with should, <laughs> you're telling other people, you're trying to control other people. So I'll have to find a way to say that without saying should. <laughs> hmm. um, it would be nice if everyone had those values. Let's put it that way. Um, so... Um, so we just talked about the new spiritual warrior. So I assume that's what you were talking about, or is there a newer version coming other than what you just talked about? Uh, yeah, that that we indeed that? that's what we talked about, and that's what I'm what we're working with now, and what I'm bringing more and more into the world. Okay, good. And then, um, so how does having this this spiritual relationship and worldly success, how does that affect health and emotions and um, those kind of things? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, there's a quotation I came across a couple of years ago that I just love. And it's it, the quotation is, there's nothing so sad as a broke philanthropist, right? And yeah, and it's and it's funny and also not. And I think of it in relationship to, again, if we look at the the people with the big values, visions, and potential, the spiritually oriented folks, if they are not 
succeeding in the worldly ways, well, they're not bringing their gifts to the world. And that's just as sad as a broke philanthropist. And, you know, the way it happens oftentimes is, and, and I've seen this so many times that, the, the, again, those people with the big values, vision, and potential, not knowing how to succeed in the physical world, it brings a level of fear and a survival mode to them. Um, and so when those folks are in contraction, and, and, and I've been there at points in my own life, so I know this firsthand, when we're, when we're afraid, when we're in contraction, when we're in survival mode, or even when we're simply not doing what we're here to do, you know, not fulfilling our, our great purpose, then there's a part of us that is shrinking and that contracts our energy. It lowers our immune system. It lowers our vibration, our vitality. Um, it's like a constant stress on the system. So for any of us, if we're not doing what we are here to do, well, in some ways, we're going to be suffering through all aspects of our life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And health will definitely go down under those conditions. Yeah. Um, so how do you work with people? I assume you have a coaching business. Do you do just one-on-one -on -one coaching? Do you do group coaching? How do you work? I do. Uh, I do have a coaching business and I work primarily with people one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I also here on Maui, I run some groups where we do a type of breathing therapy and do that periodically. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I produce a lot of material for YouTube and that goes out to other social media channels. And, you know, I have the book and the audio books. So support people in those ways, though, for people that want to, to really go deeper and live up to their potential, it's one-on-one -on -one coaching. And you, you don't teach any classes then to show people? Uh, well, no, I think not in, the, in those terms. I don't teach any classes in the way you mean. I, okay. I have developed an online program that has a lot of content. And um, when somebody works with me, they have access to all of that material. Ah, okay. Okay. So, oh, that's great. Okay. So, and uh, coaches... They all work a little different. So I always ask, how do you work? Do you have some yeah. techniques that you use, some process? How does that work? What can people expect, expect when they work with you? Yeah, thank you. It's true. And there are many different ways of working with people. And, and I do have some standard things and some processes, and I'm happy to share about that. And um, the, the plan, plan that I work with, the method I work with is 100% individual to the person I work with right? Because everybody's different. And that's part of why I love working with um, people one-on-one -on -one is because their needs are different. Um, mm -hmm. That said, there are some commonalities that are there for most all of us. One of which is so much depends on our identity, how we see ourselves, how we hold ourselves. Um, and most everybody I've ever met, myself included, we have certain patterns or programs from the past that tend to undermine our potential. Um, so a lot of our work, uh, especially in the beginning, is to identify those and to you know, see the, the ramifications of them and then really use a radical self-forgiveness process to 
to let go of those, those judgments and negative beliefs so that we can really step into our true glory and power. Um, so, you know, that's something that's really common, uh, happens in different ways with pretty much every client. Um, and because we have such a beautiful access to what I call spiritual technology these days, um, I often bring that in to support clients too, whether that's types of breathing therapies or what you could call meditation, although I don't like that word because it's a bit um, confusing what that word really means, but helping people access their, their highest potential through spiritual technologies is something that happens also. So basically you help people transform by becoming aware of their own issues and healing them. Well, yes, that's absolutely true. And the, the flip side of that same coin is helping them to realize who, who they really are and mm -hmm. what they're here for. Um, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, it is two sides of the same coin because, you know, it, you know we, we can imagine our potential, though, if it's held back by unconscious or old beliefs or negative beliefs, well, that's like, you know, uh, painting pink on rust it doesn't really work. So we need both sides of it to like, yeah, understand, heal, integrate, forgive ourselves for the old judgments, and also to step into who we really are. That's really true. Very important. That's great. Um, so I understand that. Um, well, wait, let, let me ask this instead. Um, you talk about uh, people and their vibration. How do you work with people's vibration? What's that about? Well, yeah, I, and I love I love that question because only a few years ago, if um, if I was talking about vibration, then uh, a certain amount of the audience would be like, "Ooh, that's you know that's uh, airy fairy Ooh. kind of stuff." Um, but the way we've evolved in the last few years, everybody knows that there is vibration. We, you know, we've all got a base level vibration for our health, for our happiness, for our wealth, for our success, right? And the way you know, that baseline vibration or vibrational set point works is it becomes like a, a part of our identity or like a thermostat. So mm -hmm. when things go, you know, a little bit better, pretty soon we say, oh, that's not who I am. Let me find a way to bring it back down, undermine, self-sabotage. Or on the flip side, when we're cruising along and some things happen that don't feel good and we dip down, well, then the thermostat kicks in and it says, hey, you know what? It's time for me to get back to what I know to become back to who I am and raise my vibration back up. Um, the challenge though, with that is if we have had this vibration that is our set point for a long time, and part of us is called to something else, something that is bigger or what we could call a higher vibration. Well, it takes some real consciousness and awareness to shift from that baseline to who our true identity is or new identity is. Does that make out sense? Of our, out of our comfort zone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Part of us for a while says, oh, wait, that's not who I am. Yeah. And so a lot of our work is, is really being flexible and wise about shifting our idea. Who am I? Oh, actually I am. I am infinite. I am capable of anything. I can choose anything. That's entirely possible. Yeah, and with the changes humanity is going through and about to go through even more, um, it's going to be pretty crazy for a while. 
Yeah. Um, okay, good. So you have a free gift for everyone, training on vibrant thri thriving. Tell us about that. What does that mean? Yeah, thank you. Well, here's what I know. Having come from the, as I said before, the standard American sad diet, having been um, you know, a, a fat kid just moving through the motions of life, being depressed, what I realize is um, what uh, Emerson said is, is very true, that most people are living lives of quiet desperation. Most mm -hmm. people are living below their potential. Most people are not living vibrant, thriving, energetic, passionate, energy-filled lives, yet they can be. And what I've also found is it doesn't tend to happen. Like living a vibrant, thriving life doesn't tend to happen on its own. It takes intention. It takes some effort. It takes some education. So for me now, with three decades of being obsessed with this, what I have done is condensed everything I know into a short training that helps people to, it's, it's not, a lot of it's not really radically new information, um, though how to understand it and apply it and take it uh, a step further in our lives so that we're actually using these principles to create a vibrant life. That's what this training is all about. So it's a, you know, it's, it's a short booklet with some information and then a few videos that really helps people to implement the wisdom in their life. Nice. Now for people listening, um, Daniel mentioned that he's in Maui. If you don't know, that's in the islands of Hawaii. <laughs> Since I'm from Hawaii, I know that. And I just realized maybe other people don't know where Maui is. But you work globally, right? So it doesn't matter where people are, what time zone. You work everywhere. Absolutely. I, I am so grateful for the advancements in technology and that I you know, have clients in Australia, in England, in Spain, in other parts of the U.S. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. I wanted to clear that up before we, we get ready to close. So for those of you on YouTube, I'm going to have this link below, but if you're listening to the podcast for his wonderful free gift on um, training on vibrant thriving, you go to his website, Daniel Aaron, D-A-N-I-E-L-A-A-R-O-N.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S. So it's danielaron.com forward slash tips for his wonderful free gift. So Daniel, do you have any closing remarks for us? Well, thank you. Uh, yes, thank you for inviting me here. Thank you for the work that you're doing to you know, help people awaken and have better quality lives. That's beautiful and so important. Uh, and the last thing I think for me to say to your audience is whatever whatever is happening in your life, you know, whether you feel like you have a great life or whether you're struggling, know that your nature is to grow, to evolve, to have even more vibrancy than what you have right now. That's one of the laws of being spirit in human form is we are here to evolve and to grow. And it's just such a beautiful, amazing thing that whatever we can actually imagine, we can create. So my encouragement is don't settle for any less, right? Make, put your, put your sights, put your heart on what you know you can be, what you want to be living and whatever it takes, you will create that if you stay committed to it.
Wonderful words. Thank you so much for being our guest today, Daniel. And everyone, if you'd like to subscribe, we would really appreciate that. And remember to be the light you want to see in the world.